Hello, everybody. My name's Chris, and you're listening to the Expedition Buster podcast. And you might be saying, wait a minute, Expedition Buster, this should be the Collective Cast. This should be episode 18 of the Collective Cast, not episode 18 of Expedition Buster slash the Expedition Buster podcast. What in the world is going on here? And why haven't you podcasted in seven months? And why has your other podcast about bad movies also kind of gone by the wayside? And why is it that the world is still spinning? And why is it that... Okay, all right, enough. I get it. Okay, so... What has been going on over the past seven months is a lot, a lot. And so I'll be going through those things little by little, a little bit later in the show. Uh, But basically, there have been some good things, uh, you know, good things regarding um, just being busy with some stuff. And there have been some some other not-so-good things. Um, well, I won't say they're bad things, and I won't say they're not good things. They're just things. They're things that we experience or I experience. They're things that I've gone through and have learned and grown from. They just happen to be painful. And the painful things or the darker things are still important. They still have value. And it's all in our mentality as to how we approach them. You know, and at least that's what I've heard in other podcasts about Buddhism and whatnot to accept things as, you know, and and I'm not Buddhist, but still like I've listened to Buddhist type teachings and also read and seen different, you know, videos online from therapists and all sorts of other stuff about the fact that experiences are experienced. They're neither inherently good or bad. It's all in how we see it. And this is not me trying to educate you on this. It's just me spouting off stuff that I've heard um, <laughs> to try to sound a little bit smarter than I actually am and to sound like I've made it through these storms unscathed, which I haven't. <laughs> so we'll get in more into what happened uh, with me in just a little bit. But first, we should probably address the elephant in the room. Why is it that this is now Expedition Buster? Why is it that this is the Expedition Buster podcast? Why is it now hosted at podcast.expeditionbuster.com? Why did all that stuff change? Well, it changed because I've been going through a game stream channel name change and rebranding, so to speak. And I don't like using the term rebranding, and I'll get into why. When I started game streaming, which is about four years ago... I adopted the name Chris Dash, and the reason I did that was because somebody at work called me Chris Dash, and I thought it sounded cool, and it thought it sounded like a great name for like a a streamer persona, so to speak, and then I went and I had some custom graphics made, and it was a steampunk unicorn type of character, and so I was trying to associate with that character. Unfortunately, in the long term, I came to realize that as cool as I thought steampunk was to a certain extent, like I like the idea of steampunk. The fact is, is that I, my engineering and mechanical skills are minimal. You wouldn't see me tinkering around with steam boilers and things like that. I'm no Doc Emmett Brown. I'm no, you know, great, uh, you know, inventor or anything like that. So the, the kind of steampunkish type of, persona didn't really feel like it fit. So about two years I went through uh, ago, I went through an, uh, a rebrand 
and I rebranded as a character known as the Cryptic Chameleon, and I was trying to find a way to better tie that to myself. And at the time, I felt like, oh, well, a chameleon can adapt to different situations and can blend into their surroundings, and he's kind of uh, an Inspector Gadget-type character, and he's part of this, you know, this uh, secret organization called The Collective, hence The Collective Cast. And that was great for a while until I realized that I don't really want to be a chameleon. I don't want to make myself fit into any situation and every situation. I don't want to be the person who changes himself for the sake of others, which is something that I've done a lot in my life and I still have a lot of insecurities around. Chances are, if I get together with people, I'm either going to get super chatty or I'm going to say things to make myself seem more likable to them than I need to. I should just be myself. And that's a lot of the work that I've been doing over the past two and a half years now is going through therapy, going through the process of finding where am I still trying to please other people when I really need to be pleasing myself. And so over the past several months, I would say three to four months, I've been thinking about the game stream And another thing occurred to me, and that's the idea that I'm not a character. Chris Dash, as the steampunk unicorn, was kind of a character. I wanted to be able to be that character or be that person. Same thing with Cryptic Chameleon. I referred to myself as the Cryptic Chameleon. But over time, I I was just like, I'm just Chris. I'm just who I am. And that's not bad. I'm not saying, oh, I'm just Chris. That's no, I'm Chris. That's who I am. And that's enough. I don't have any fancy gimmicks. I'm not out there to try to entertain people to the nth degree. I just like game streaming and podcasting and stuff like that. And yeah, would it be cool to be discovered and to to have people flock to me and toss me money and all this stuff? Yeah, it would be. But the more that I've done it as Cryptic Chameleon, the more that I've discovered, like, I'm not an on-screen persona. I can't be that. I can't be a doctor in-game or um, something like that. You know, I I can't be uh, the flaming monocle. And these are great streamers who I absolutely love, and they're great at what they do. And they've, they've they've found a nice meld between being themselves and knowing how to punch up parts of their personality to fit what they're doing and how they want to present themselves. And as for me, I just kind of like being myself. I try not to be way over the top. I mean, my my new mixer has all sorts of voice changers and things like that, so, I mean... I absolutely love playing with these types of things. You know, I, I love being able to go into Satan mode every now and then just because I can't. All right, I shouldn't say Satan, but the, the point is <laughs> not that I care. I like, but the point is, the point is, is that I had to make a change. And instead of going with a new name for myself, I decided this is just going to be a channel name. I'm Chris. I will forever forward always be Chris, although now some people have taken to calling me Buster. But the the point is, is that I'm Chris. The channel is called Expedition Buster. The YouTube is called Expedition Buster. 
And uh, the abbreviation uh, for that on social media, including Twitch, is EPDN, so Expedition Buster. So EPDN Buster is where you can find me now on all the things. But the point being that the channel is about the journey of life, life being an expedition, the fact that we're all on a trail and all of our trails are different, but from time to time they cross. And that's a good thing that we get to spend some time together on that same path, even if we part ways afterwards. Buster, on the other hand, is for my love of Ghostbusters. And that very much represents connecting to my inner child. If you know anything about me and you've listened to one of the previous episodes in particular, you know that I love Ghostbusters and I embrace Ghostbusters. I mean, to give you an idea, like I have a custom pair of replica boots now that were made from uh, made to look like they were from the first movie. The, the most expensive footwear I will ever buy, I will tell you, but they're custom made. I have a custom jacket coming that looks like the upper half of a Ghostbusters uniform, but it's a jacket and that's made to measure. So this gives you an idea of how much I love Ghostbusters, not to mention, of course, the Hasbro Proton Pack, which is going to be shipping to me next spring. So I'm really excited about that. And that's me connecting with my inner child. So it's about me becoming the best version of myself that I can be. And in some ways, the best Ghostbuster I can be. Hence the term Expedition Buster. And I have a whole new stream theme being uh, created by a graphic artist that I'm working with right now. So Currently, you're going to notice that the the podcast still has all the collective cast stuff associated with it. That will be changing uh, to fit the Expedition Buster persona, so to speak. Although it's not a persona for me, it's a persona for the channel, okay? I am myself. I am Chris, okay? And uh, some really, really exciting ideas uh, in terms of working with this graphic artist. And I I think it's going to be really, really cool once you see it. Also, the podcast feed and podcast hosting itself has moved to a new location. Uh, Now, if you're still getting it from the old feed, that's okay. I redirected the old feed to the new feed, so you should, in theory, notice nothing for the time being. But what I'm saying is that if you want to go to the podcast website, it is going to be at podcasts.expeditionbuster.com. That's podcasts.com plural, dot expeditionbuster.com, and then click on the Expedition Buster podcast. I think it's just called Expedition Buster. And that's where you're going to find anything. New feedback address as well, feedback at expeditionbuster.com. I'd love to hear from you. Now, on to those pesky personal life changes. And, um, when changes happen, they, they tend to happen all at once, unfortunately, and fortunately at the same time, some changes are easy and some changes are harder. And there's been a lot of it towards the, uh, end of the third quarter, so to speak of the year for me. First of all, over the past seven months since the last episode, Uh, I haven't been overly busy, but I was exploring some different things. Uh, I did start working on another podcast called Anus Apples that is about, uh, wow, I can't talk, about 
bad movies and me reviewing them. And I had some fun with that and I'll probably come back to it from time to time. That's why that can also be found at podcasts.expeditionbuster.com. But um, in the midst of that, as I mentioned previously, I had started dating the person that I used to be married to because we felt that we were different people and we decided to try it out and see what happened. And a lot of it was fun and it was great up until it came time for it to end. And there were some signs that it was going to have to end. Um, there were definitely some signs that something was going on and it wasn't a hateful thing. It wasn't a contestual thing. It was not like we were fighting and decided in the heat of battle to, to just end things. It was more of just a gradual realization that, um, I am never going to be the person that she would want to spend her life with. And chances are the opposite is true as well. There are just things about who we truly are that are not going to work well with the other person. And that's not a bad thing. We're still friends and everything, but it was really, really hard for that to end this time around because when I went through the divorce, it was about survival. How am I going to survive um, on my own? Because I had never lived by myself, ever. So how am I going to live by myself? How am I going to deal with the emotional weight of the suffering I caused during the marriage? And how am I going to forgive myself for that stuff, uh, let alone expecting or hoping that the other person would forgive me? How am I going to handle this new world? How am I going to find a place to live? And so most of the, my thought process towards the divorce and the end of the divorce was panic. To be perfectly honest, it was survival. And yeah, it hurt that the relationship was over, but it didn't emotionally sink in at the level that it probably should have. And when this relationship ended, it did. It really, really hurt. And it hurt probably on behalf of the marriage prior to it. And it, it was a situation where I actually got closure, more closure from the marriage than I did through the divorce. Um, the, I literally sent a text saying goodbye, even though I wasn't going to stop talking to her, you know, but I said, I have to say goodbye to indicate that the door is closed and that this is an end. And she said goodbye as well. Then I deleted the entire text thread and started a new one to represent that it's a new type of relationship. So that was extremely hard. And I think you could tell in my voice, it still hurts. It still has some lingering healing to do. And I'm still doing some deep inner work to kind of remove the attachment to that relationship and also to remove my attachment to some other things about myself um, in terms of just some behavioral stuff and uh, some past trauma. One of the things I'm going to be doing actually is going to my 20th high school reunion. I didn't go to the 10 year because I was like, I, 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 it's still too raw for me. <laughs> high school is still too real 
to me, so to speak. And um, the pain of who I was in high school, um, how I denied who I actually was and became several different things that I didn't need to be just in order to try to feel like I belonged to someone or something. Um, yeah, that that I am kind of also processing right now. And it has gotten me to the point where I feel like I can go to that reunion this year as who I actually am and hopefully not fall back into the old habits of who I was. And maybe that'll be a springboard to rekindle some old relationships that could have been friendships but weren't. And maybe it will also be a way to maybe start new friendships altogether because people 20 years from high school are not the same people they were in high school. So that's that's something else in terms of changing uh, that is going on. It wasn't something I was planning on talking about, but we'll go there because we went there. All right. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. The next thing that happened as that relationship was ending, I got a devastating phone call um, regarding my uncle. And so this was in late September and I found out that my uncle had died suddenly due to unknown causes. At this point, the only speculation we have is either a heart attack or COVID. I don't know which, and there was no autopsy or anything done. It was a very sudden death nobody was expecting it. And I had just spoken with him either the week before or two weeks before. And I love my uncle very much. I started talking to him more, uh, after I had gone through the divorce, I was calling him, you know, every month or so. And I would talk to him about the cool stuff I was doing with like, uh, the podcast that I have with my friends. I was telling him about like the new mixer that I have. I, I was telling him the last time we talked, I was telling him about the, uh, Sony picture sound effects that I bought, which is how I got legal royalty free access to the proton pack noises from Ghostbusters because Ghostbusters was made by Columbia pictures, which was, is now owned by Sony. And I was talking to him about the Hanna-Barbera sound effect series that I want to get. And it, it was a great conversation. And we talked a little bit about, you know, spirituality and, and stuff as well. And that was the last conversation we had. And there was nothing wrong. And he was basically the only connection I had to my father's side of the family. And I'm not going to get into the family politics there. I'll just say that it's a very non-communicative side of the family overall that doesn't really deal with things. And so my uncle was the one that I could talk to and he would keep me up to date on the rest of the family news, you know? And so I lost my uncle. And to give you an idea, my uncle, when I was a child, made me, before my my parents bought me the Kenner ghost trap toy, that was the real Ghostbusters ghost trap, my uncle to encourage me in my love of Ghostbusters, took like a shoebox or something and, and bent a hanger and made that. It was either a shoebox or it was um, a tissue box. And he made that into a ghost trap for me so that I could play as a Ghostbuster. So that gives you an idea. And so it was a very, very hard loss in... Um, you know, I, I definitely still miss him 
and I'll, I'll always miss him because of, you know, his story and his life and everything. And maybe, maybe at some point, maybe in a future podcast, um, I'll read what would have been, uh, a eulogy if, uh, <laughs> if in fact, uh, you know, because there, there was no funeral. So maybe it would be good for me to read to somebody, you know, shortly after that, uh, my grandmother died and that was, uh, her youngest son, uh, died. That was my uncle. And she died shortly thereafter, about, um, two to three weeks later. And she was older. She was close to 93 and she had already gone through cancer once. Uh, she lived through two marriages and, and both her husbands, both her ex-husband and her husband predeceased her. And she lived for many, many, many more years. A um, little bit of a harder woman, but still caring and, and compassionate in, in her own ways. So we lost her as well. So two family members in a span of two to three months. And that's been really hard as well. Um, more so, like I said, my uncle. And grief, one of the things I, I made myself say shortly after I found out was, this is real, he is gone. So that I, I acknowledged it. But it doesn't mean that the pain of not having that person in your life goes away. But you can remember them and carry those memories with you and carry the the parts of them that brought you joy forward as well. Lastly, um, and a little bit more positively, I've had somewhat of a change in spirituality. And for those of you who knew me when I was Catholic and knew me when I was Christian, this is going to make you... Um, Either A, just be like, oh, okay, or B, it's going to make you turn and run in the opposite direction. So um, one of the things that I explored when I was in middle school was uh, Wicca, which is a, a form of paganism, and I decided to start exploring that again. And I'm not saying I'm Wiccan, by the way, and I, I will say that I have, at this point, I am probably cons best considered pagan, but... I am finding my own way in that. I need to have a religion that allows me to find myself and express myself and doesn't have extremely strict dogma behind it. I need something where the morality is generally be good to other people, which, yeah, Christianity has some of that, but... I I need something more flexible and I need something that is more about the spirituality than it is about the appearance of spirituality for me. That's not to say that Catholicism or Christianity does not have spirit to it and is not spiritual. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying for me, <laughs> those things will not work and I have very definitive reasons behind that. So I've been exploring that, and it's it's been very useful. Um, I like some of the deeper concepts behind it, uh, specifically that the universe is one giant energy consciousness 
that we will never be able to perceive or understand. And the way that we end up being able to see glimmers of things like emotions or personalities that human beings can come to understand a piece of that intelligence with is through the, the, the thought forms of gods, goddesses, uh, etc. And we have these, we, we have these throughout society. These have existed since the dawn of time for mankind where there's masculine, feminine, dark, light, and all these different things. And that's how the universe was understood. The universe was understood through these ideas of, you know, uh, masculine and feminine energies and through the ideas of connecting with certain personalities or personas or uh, emotions that are from something greater, even if we can't fully understand it. And I kind of like that idea. I like the idea, uh, the ideas behind that. And when you read different stories and when you start learning about some of the things that have happened within the pagan world, uh, both good and bad, and what Christianity did to the pagan world, both good and bad, um, there's... There's a lot there to unpack, and it will be a very long journey. I am just thinking my pinky toe in the water. So I haven't gotten that in depth into it yet, but it's definitely proven helpful to me and my journey. So I'm going to keep doing it. And if people have an issue with that, tough, because it's not your life. You know, and I'm not saying, and by the way, no, I'm not worshiping Satan <laughs> or or uh, Lucifer, and in fact, Lucifer is a different deity than the Christian concept of Satan, anyway. Uh, so it's it's very very interesting seeing how some stuff has been kind of borrowed. Um, and that I'm not saying that grudgingly, by the way. I'm just saying that yes, can there be darker forces at play in the universe? Absolutely. Um, do I now believe that there is a central part of that evil force or that dark force that there is one being that represents all of it? I don't think so. Do I believe there are evil beings? Hell yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> and my own experience in life has proven that out in terms of as a theory. So that's everything that's going on with me. If you'd like to share what's going on with you, I would appreciate hearing from you. The, the place to do that is feedback at expeditionbuster.com. I would love to hear about your journey, uh, different challenges you've faced on the trail of life. And so by all means, that's still an open invitation as part of this podcast. It's all about connecting on this trail of life and talking about the journey. I also want to mention this is a value for value podcast. That means if you're getting value out of it, please share it with your friends, share it with family, or you can toss me a few dollars, uh, either through PayPal, or if you're using a new podcasting app, you can actually stream me some small pieces of Bitcoin known as Satoshi to find an app that will help you to do with, uh, to help you to do with that, to help you to do that. <laughs> go to newpodcastapps.com, 
that is newpodcastapps.com, um, and there are links to that in the show notes. All right. So that's going to wrap things up for episode 18 of Expedition Buster slash The Collective Cast. Again, uh, please bear with me as I'm going through these changes, both in my life and in podcasting and in everything else. Please be patient on the graphics changes and all of that because, well, there's quite a bit and it's all coming soon. Anyway, take care. I'm Chris. Take care. Bye.